0: The jingle is pretty good. It's pretty good. Makes us sound super official. We do sound official. I know. Thanks, Jen, again. That was real sweet. Yeah, we love it. So today, Here we're we gonna... um Okay, so there's a show that I watch on YouTube called Criminally Listed, and there was um, a highlight, I guess, about a special uh, kidnapping victim named Colleen Stan that I just thought the story was so insane that I made Leslie watch it. Mm -hmm. And uh, she thought that it was basically insane and she wanted to do a podcast about it. So we got more information, even though Criminally Listed is pretty thorough with their investigations. You guys should check them out on YouTube. Um, But so we have a lot of information. So we're going to tell you the story and then we're going to tell you what we think about it.
1: Yeah. So also, if anybody's ever listened to criminally listed, Jessica watches this all the time. I love it. His he's just got a like a monotone voice, and it, it'll suck you in. Cause I the first couple times I would watch it with her, I'm like, what is she talking about? And she would like <laughs> she would show me like uh, the there was a bad one, and then there's a little bit more bad, you know, worse, worse. Like as far as what happened, and then this was like the finale of like i'm like okay it's like 11 30 i'm gonna go home she said you gotta watch this one real quick right this is the last one and this is like so terrible like yeah she was scared
0: <laughs> walking to her
1: car yeah, i might have stayed the night here there was one night
0: i literally slept on the couch it might because, have been this it might have been this one that got you
1: because i remember i like slept out on the couch right. i was like i gotta sleep here <laughs> so I, yeah anyway. so
0: colleen stan um she got kidnapped on in May uh, 1977 in Oregon what she was doing is she was hitchhiking to a friend's birthday party but the friend didn't know she was coming so this was a surprise and she was quite a ways away from where the birthday party was and so she was just like getting in people's cars but she had like experience doing hitchhiking which I guess that's the thing to do in, like in the 70s but um so she felt comfortable deciding which People that she was going to let give her a ride, and she actually turned down a few rides um, whenever these people came up to her in a car. And their names were Cameron Hooker and Janice Hooker. And Janice had a eight month old baby in her arms, um, so she thought Colleen was like thinking, "Okay, this is a family. Surely nothing terrible is going to happen. I'm going to take a ride with these people." So, um, <laughs> Just to give a little back information on Cameron and Janice Hooker, they were at the time 23 years old and 19, I believe. And they met whenever they were 15 and 19, the younger one being Janice. And not long after they met, uh, uh, Cameron expressed that he was interested in like BDSM stuff mm-hmm. and he wanted to hang her uh, naked by their wrists from a tree. And, I guess, torture her and, like... Yeah,
1: he wanted to torture her um, and just just weird, like, BDSM stuff to her. And she
0: allo- she allowed it the first time, I think, right? Well, she allowed, I think, a it for times. a while. And she was just, like... She liked it because afterwards, even though it was terrible during it while it was happening... He showed her affection. Yeah, he was really, really affectionate and, I guess, thankful to her for, like, pleasing his weird needs... And so it got really bad, though. However, whenever he wanted to take her to um, a lake, I oh, think yeah, it put was, her head in the yeah, water or something. And he held her head in the water while having sex with her. I assume from behind. Like I'm just imagining I, this. I know. There's I know. no, you know, movie or anything that we can watch to check out what happened. But um, she, he kept her head in the water until she almost drowned. And she was after that. She was just like now i can't keep yeah. on this
1: and she said i think i don't know if you mentioned it um after she had the baby uh that she was willing to have like a slave or something like she said since i had a baby i can't please him or maybe i'm thinking about another show
0: i don't know if you're thinking of another show but it that's what basically came to pass after he put her head in the water and I mean, almost that's, drowned what her.
1: Okay. Yeah. that's what happened
0: okay yeah well i was also gonna
1: say um i was reading here where Colleen actually whenever she was in the bathroom before she got abducted um cuz she she got in the car right she got in, in the, the
0: hooker's car
1: yeah and then she went to they went to a, a gas station and she For went her to the bathroom to use the restroom. restroom and she said a voice told me to run and jump out a window and never look back right but she but she still decided to get in the car right
0: she thought why am I thinking this? This is a yeah, family. Yeah. They're basically the same age as she was. Maybe got just a baby. A, yeah, a few years older. And she just thought, well, why would I feel this way? I think that I'm being silly. But when she got back in the car, um, they drove a little ways uh, down the way and they pulled off on like a really secluded road. And, you know, uh, Colleen was in the car and uh, Janice got out of the front with the baby. And that's when Cameron jumped in the back and there was a box beside her that she never really paid attention to. A wooden box um, in the back seat. Oh my gosh. So pretty much this is like where it gets terrifying.
1: It's already, you know, bad. But, well, I guess it's not bad she's in the car with them. But uh, they put a box over her head um this box is i don't know the size of it it's a pretty small box it was it, 20 pounds 20 pounds but it would like it like almost stra- it strangled her a little bit because it was too small for her head oh it was a right. foot
0: it was a square it was a square foot. foot
1: yeah okay but then it had like carpet inside and foam so she couldn't scream or couldn't see and i, I think it was just really just smashed against her face like i when we watched the video of the evidence it showed like just the foam had to have been wrapped around her head.
0: Yeah, and she um, was suffocating in this box, but I don't know how she kept cool with that going on because if I was suffocating or partially choked, I would probably start hyperventilating. Yeah, I, w- I don't know how she survived
1: even just that
0: first Yeah, night. that, I mean, that was just on the way home that she had her head in this box. And so they drove around until it turned nighttime, and then finally they drove to their the hooker's house. And they got her out, and pretty much they took her down in the basement, and they, like, hung her from her wrists Mm -hmm. from the ceiling with a metal, like, strap or something. Yeah. And then Cameron and Janice had sex underneath her Mm -hmm. while she was hanging there. Like, and you can imagine how uncomfortable that would be with all your weight against your wrists on a leather strap. And it says she she was
1: physically attacked by him, too, that night. I guess before they had sex below her. Like physically how? Like it just had physically attacked, so I'm sure he just beat her up.
0: Oh, yeah, because he did torture her. Yeah, he tortured her a lot. And then... um, Especially that first night. Yeah. Because that that probably turned him on and then they probably had sex after Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, but
1: we'll get to this part later. But they didn't actually... He didn't rape her or anything until eight months after her imprisonment. So, We'll talk more about the imprisonment. So after that, go ahead.
0: Um, so, let's see, um,
1: so pretty much, I think they put her in a box, or, did they put her in a box downstairs, or under the bed, or?
0: Well, there was a... There's always a box in this case, just yeah, so you guys know. Just... That's why her name's the girl in the box, because there's there was several boxes. So um, he left her hanging up in the basement until he tortured her, he left her there all night with the blindfold on. And she was pretty much blindfolded for, what was it, the eight first months? eight months? Yeah, I think eight months. And so I don't know if he just didn't remove it or she wasn't able to, but her hands were never free for her to do anything for herself. Um, she was just getting beat pretty much once a day, um, for an hour.
1: Yeah, it said she was, uh, put in the box, um, I don't know if it was under the bed yet or not, but they said it was only, uh, like, 13 inches high, or 15 inches high. Right. It was really tiny, but, so pretty much she would be in a box for 23 hours a day, and they would only let her out to beat
0: her. To beat her? Well, I don't think that Janice was involved with it, but, you know, she allowed it just because it got Cameron off her back, but Cameron would beat her, um do whatever he wanted to do to her which was usually just slapping her around or beating her with a cat of nine tails or whatever and then he'd feed her like just bland food leftovers and, right and um a glass of water every single day and in the box the first box she had she was connected was it from the um neck to the uh ankles yeah her neck to her ankles like forward i
1: guess crossing yeah. in behind but the chain wasn't long enough to like for her to fully like stretch out or stand up.
0: No. So she was just like hunched kind of in over. inside of the box so she was never comfortable. Her back was always hurting and that in itself is just absolutely.
1: Uh, and like using the bathroom they said they had a bed pan or something for her, or Well, that was I the second box. Oh, the second box. So the first box she probably either held it for those 24 hours or use the bathroom. The I don't know.
0: Probably, probably a little bit of both, I'm guessing. Yeah. So, um, let's see. She was, after seven months, um, she was fed twice a day. Uh, she. Oh, twice a day. Well, oh, yeah, that's... it was
1: after they, I think after.
0: Yeah. They got closer with her or something. They yeah, they became, they started becoming sort of like friends. Yeah. Um, so she had the bathroom, she got to use the bathroom once a day. Um, she was taken out, like we said, to be beaten and whipped. She was hung from the ceiling, choked, hung, or drowned until near death. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, was it three months into the captivity, that's when she had her first bath?
1: Yes, three months. Three months they didn't bathe her. And also, I will mention, this man killed a woman, I guess, a year prior.
0: Yes, so he had This whole, like, slave idea was definitely premeditated. Like, he knew that he wanted to steal a woman and make her into her, his his slave so he could fulfill those desires that he had and he didn't have to take it out on his wife anymore. And mm-hmm. so at first they um, they kidnapped another woman, but when she got home, he had beat her and he sexually assaulted her right away, it says. And also she kind of like... Was screaming. Yeah, she was like going off and screaming and like really trying to fight, you know, away, to get away from him. And so he ended up... Strangling her, I believe. Yeah,
1: but anyway, I just wanted to add that in there as well. But yes, yeah, so she didn't bathe for three months, um and then I think it was around that time, he told her that she was in this. Uh, he was in this thing called the company, kind of like a mafia, where it was like a sex trafficking um, operation. Operation. So. If she tried to escape or anything like that... The company
0: would not only um, hurt her, but kill her family members as well. So she was getting brainwashed into thinking that if she tried anything to get away from him, that not only would she be harmed, but, you know, her family would be harmed as well. And it should also be noticed, like, noted, that um, after she got her first bath, she had really long, like, hippie hair. Mm -hmm. Like, in the pictures and everything... She had just, like, really nice, long 70s hair, and her hair was so matted from not taking a bath that he had to cut it all off um, to, like, up at her chin or something, because she couldn't, there was, like, no combing it or anything. See, and I don't understand either, like, how you would keep a slave. Like, they would smell so bad. After three months, and I'm sure... And having a period. Yeah, that's what, yeah, th- well, like, what would you do about that? Just... Maybe that was part, like, maybe that turned him on as well. I mean, there's, it's hard to speculate because, like, as much information as you can gather about a situation like this, I just don't think that you really know the complexities of it and, like, you know, what's going through their head and, you know, what, yeah, what's a an interviewer going to do, like, ask Colleen, like, so what did you do for your period during that time? Like, did you just free bleed? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, what? I mean- yeah what happened but after that he started letting her bathe once a month afterwards because i guess the funk was getting too strong probably was so then um he also made her build a workshop and it was like in a shed out by the side of the house and it was supposed to be a sex um dungeon uh that she had to help build and it was for other women that he was planning on I guess uh, kidnapping I don't think he ever did it's never been like said in anything that we looked up but she was made to build this for him so she basically was building her own torture chamber and then whenever I think she was done with that I'm not sure which one came first he started having her do things at night like um, crack a whole huge bag of nuts or like do um, sand wood or macrame or crochet things that she thought Mm. she just figured that they were probably selling these things for extra money um and then it came to the contract yeah and that was January 25th 1978 so a year after captivity
1: yeah well also um so in 1978 later on in the year Janice gave birth to a second child and um actually it was in the waterbed right above
0: um Colleen right yeah can you imagine
1: being in uh below somebody giving birth that in would be really
0: nerve-wracking. This is a, the second box, though, you guys. Yeah, it she, was there was there was the box at the house where she was um, originally kidnapped to, and then they moved to a trailer. And yeah. in the trailer, there was a slightly bigger box where a bedpan fit into it. And I guess she used her feet to like scoot it up underneath her or something mm-hmm. to use it whenever she needed to, but she had to be very quiet in this box uh, 23 hours a day. And, you know, not make any sound or anything. And it was kind of the whole situation where she got out for the hour again. Um, and also, just, like, hearing them have sex on top of the waterbed. Like, yeah. I First of all, like, waterbeds scare me, too. Like, wouldn't you think that the waterbed would fall in and kill you? Yes, absolutely. And especially a rickety-ass box. Yes. I mean, obviously, it wasn't too rickety because she was stuck in it, but...
1: Yes. Also, I want to note, I was just reading here a couple notes. Um, When... Whenever he would rape her, he would never, uh, actually, he said it would only be orally because, because he did not want to, um, mess up the vows he made with his wife. Wait, what do you mean? Um, he said that he would, uh, he considered that a breach of his agreement. Instead, he raped her vaginally and anally with implements. So, I think, I guess objects and stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I was just reading that as well. Which I thought was interesting. He didn't want to
0: hurt the vows with the family. That's the other thing is, um, Janice. Whenever she agreed to the slave, she said no vaginal sex. So that was something that like Janice actually did say that she didn't want to do.
1: Okay, so that makes sense,
0: right? And so let's talk about that contract that they um, signed, had her sign. So basically, he came to her. Cameron said, "Okay, so the company needs you to sign this contract that lets." us know that you're here on your free will, and that you're willing to do anything that I ask of you, la da 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 and so he signs it as, what is it, Mike Powers? Mike Powers or something like that. Yeah,
1: Mike Powers. Um,
0: so she doesn't, still doesn't know this guy's name, Yeah. as far as I understand, and so she had to sign it as well, and so, let's see, every night, uh, they, he, for months, he was telling her, like, if you try to get away we're going to kill your family. Like, they're not going to let that happen. And also, she started doing chores for them. She would do, like, like cleaning up, washing dishes. Babysitting. Babysitting. Um, it does say in uh, the notes that we have here that she was raped at um, eight months, at February uh, 1977. Or yeah. yeah, I guess it would be still 77. But, like, you said it was not... I guess As far as you know. As far as,
1: I mean, what Wikipedia says is that it was not, uh, I guess it, I mean, it was still rape, but it was yeah. with toys or something like that. Um, which I think that is so odd. Like, he still has, in his head, those type of morals. Like, I don't want to betray my wife and our vows, but I'm going to, like, have a slave under our bed. <laughs> like, I don't quite get that.
0: I hope so. You didn't, like, use, like pieces of wood or something, like... I mean, pro- I, who knows if he liked to torture her. Yeah. She's Um, so, let's see, and then, after, I don't think we mentioned this, but after a year, she was finally allowed to wear clothes. She was not allowed to wear clothes <laughs> the entire
1: first yeah. year. She no was clothing. naked, and
0: blindfolded, too. Right. And so, finally, he started allowing her to wear clothes, but they were, like, homemade clothes. Yeah, like rags. Like, I, imag- I imagine, like, a, a potato sack made into a dress or yeah, something. Yeah,
1: with, like, a tie around it. Right.
0: Um, And she was also allowed to start going outside during the day. Um, he would make her, like, do weird things, like just dig holes. Yeah. Which you can imagine she probably thought, he's going to bury me in
1: this. Oh, gosh, I can't even imagine. But maybe not, though, because we'll get to it down the road here. But she kind of got maybe Stockholm Syndrome or something or didn't... I don't know. I think she kind of started having feelings for him or something. Right,
0: and I mean, as you would, if you think this is the way your life is going to be, you might as well adapt. Yeah, your brain exactly. probably. I mean, that's probably a natural thing. But
1: also, it's it's the brainwashing, like wearing a box over your head and keeping you in this little box, and like you can't hear stuff or you're blindfolded. You're eventually going to believe this person and think they are kind of like guiding you through life. Right, you know, right. Ro- they do feed you. Yes, it's maybe once or twice a day. And they let you do some gardening every. And once they let in a while. you garden. <laughs> But eventually, they started um, letting her leave the house, right? Right, or- but that's
0: a little bit farther okay, down right, the road. Ahead, so, like, right. um, So, like, Colleen was... Colleen, I'm not sure how you pronounce her name. Mm-hmm. She was making dinner at this point for Janice because... Or not for Janice, but for uh, Cameron because Janice got a night job at a fast food place. Oh, yeah. And so, um, Colleen would be at home and uh, she would make steak and potatoes and things for cameron like normal food but she would have to eat plain rice and oatmeal that's like all she could eat Mm. and um cameron started sexually assaulting her um a couple times a week when janice was at work and janice she said that she noticed immediately like this hatred from janice when he started doing that like a jealousy or something like that you know that's I could see that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, she started getting new freedoms where she could talk to neighbors, but she never, ever tried to escape. And, like, in 1980, Janice worked during the day, um, so Colleen would babysit. So, so your slave is babysitting your children. Yeah. No, no big deal. I wonder if she still has a relationship with these children.
1: That would be interesting.
0: Yeah, because... Obviously, the kids didn't do anything.
1: I don't know. Probably not, though. That was weird. Because she eventually, you know, disappeared. Like, it was going good. She was babysitting. All the stuff was going good. And then... They, would, they let her out of the box, and they would chain her, though, to the toilet.
0: Yes. So, the third anniversary, three years in captivity, she started sleeping on the floor in the living room with a collar that was chained to the toilet. And what we were talking about, whenever we were watching some of these videos and learning about this case, is that, like, what happens when your child has to go tinkle in the middle of the night? Like, do they see a person?
1: Our babysitter's just laying on the floor with a chain around her neck.
0: Right. Like, bathroom. how do you somehow... The kids had to have known, right? Like, in some way or fashion that this was going on. And yeah. maybe just thought, oh, this is just what people do. I He's, mean... These shoes are made. We keep her chained to the toilet.
1: I mean, maybe. I don't know. Like, I guess they, if they wouldn't know anything different, then they wouldn't maybe think it was weird. Right,
0: right. Um, I mean, because they basically grew up with Colleen. Yeah.
1: And then after the three years, I don't know what happened. Something had to have happened, but he kind of, like hit her away again. No, no. Was that not it?
0: Before that, um, she started, I believe, going to church with uh, Janice. Uh Because Janice started um, getting her out of the whatever she was kept in at this point (laughs) and reading the Bible with her. And then Janice started taking her to church. But also, there was a night where Janice took um, Colleen to the bar with her and then they ended up going home with two men. Mm -hmm. And so, okay, so that's another situation that I'm like, what? Because... I mean, I know she's got the Stockholm Syndrome. I know she's, like, brainwashed. But, like, wh- why would you do that, though?
1: Yeah, but why wouldn't you I really, try to escape? Like, he I had... really
0: think there's something to this story that, like, we don't know. Yeah. I really think that it probably might have been what uh what Cameron's lawyer was saying.
1: Like what? Like...
0: Well, let's finish it, and then let's get back okay, to this. well, that. I know
1: we were watching this show, and it was kind of making me change my mind a little bit. Because the way she... When we get to the end of it, you'll see how she was kind of reacting. It was weird, but the thing is, though, yeah, because three he, years
0: afterwards, he let her call at home.
1: But if you think about it, though, I don't know if you've seen this show. Um, I mean, I know Jessica has uh, with the um, the the pedophile and the girl, and he he told the girl that they're aliens abducted <laughs> yeah. her that she was an al- abducted alien abducted in plain sight. Yeah, abducted in plain sight, but she was half alien, and yes, she was younger, but she believed it. You know, um, and she really believed it. So maybe she really believed her family was going to get killed. And that's kind of what she said.
0: Right. I mean, I don't think that it's like just like she would have gotten involved with these people on her own. And, you know, I'm not saying that he's not at fault at all. I'm just saying that, like, if she was casually going to the bar and then going home with different men with her captor's wife. I don't know,
1: though. Like, I can't imagine what your brain does in those situations. It might just say, this is normal now. Yeah, I think
0: that you just, you you strive to survive.
1: Yeah, and I think she thought that was normal and that's her life, so she was just okay with it. And maybe it
0: was a really fun night, considering. Yeah, considering the other nights in the box. Right, she's like, fuck, I got to go out and drink and have a good time. Like, maybe have sex with a normal person. yeah you know not with the wood stick but um oh my gosh that's terrible (laughs) um so she called home to her sister three years after being held captive and she talked to her youngest sister but she didn't say anything uh because she was terrified that something like the the company was listening in on the call and it was like regular landlines and that somehow like she didn't want her little sister to get hurt Mm -hmm. so she was just basically saying hey i'm fine The family basically thought, at this point, they thought that she was dead, first of all, up until three years when she called them. Yeah. Like, that something had happened to her. They gave her dental records to the California, like, state police or something, just in case they found a body. Mm -hmm. They really thought she was gone. So, whenever she finally called home, they just thought she had joined a religious cult of some type, which those were, like, really popular in the 70s, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Do they still have those? The
1: cults? Yeah, like... They have, have. there's cults, but I don't think they, they they were just a big thing in the 70s for some reason. I don't know. I think people weren't as educated, I'm sure, not people weren't educated, but I think now with the internet and social media, you can educate yourself a little bit more than being <laughs> told something through newspapers or just some guy just telling you, this is the way the life, life's better this way or whatever. I don't know.
0: I don't know. I bet they still exist. Oh, somewhere. I'm sure <laughs> they,
1: I'm sure they still get, uh, exist. Absolutely. I just think maybe that was the heyday for them in the 70s. Right.
0: Well, she told her sister she was staying with friends, mm-hmm. and um, she called home from a payphone in Chico, California, so they did actually try to chase the, trace the call, oh, okay. and um, it was just a random payphone, so mm-hmm. they couldn't do anything about it, um, and then she was able to send two letters home to her dad, um, and then in March of 1981, um, <laughs> I guess, okay, so Cameron took Colleen outside, <laughs> In March, and told her to hold a shotgun to her own... Oh in gosh. her mouth, I believe. Yes. And pulled the trigger.
1: No, his mouth. It was his it, mouth? Yes, because... No, yep, it was her mouth. And pulled the trigger to show that she was... Like, he, she trusted him, or something like that. Or what she was willing to do for him, kind of. For her... Proved her trust.
0: Right. And so... Pro- yeah,
1: proved his trust in her, or something.
0: Well, he was... in. he was... You know, very happy about this. Like, he was like, really, I don't know. Improved you yourself. To right, me. right. So, I'm going to send you to your parents' house. Right. So, you know, he said, okay, well, I'm going to let you go home for 24 hours and spend it with your family as a reward. Um, and her dad's house is in LA. And so she, this is four years, I believe, into the captivity. If it
1: was in 71, that would have been si- that Like, she was. Kidnapped in 77.
0: So, I can't do yeah, that. Yeah, it would have been
1: four years. That's correct. Sorry. Okay. So, yeah. four
0: years. Um, she goes home. They still think she's in a cult or something. Um, and her captor, Cameron, introduced himself as Mike Powers again, um, her fiancé. And after she spent the entire 24 hours, Mike, Mike or Cameron, came back to pick her up. And they took a picture of Colleen and Cameron... Like embracing Mm -hmm. with her smiling, yeah. And I just don't know about that too. Like, but I don't know.
1: Again, if you're brainwashed, you might think this is fine and normal. Like, can can you imagine being in a box for twenty three hours? Like, I don't know. Like,
0: yeah, the human brain is. Nobody can really imagine that. I I can't imagine. So, so maybe in a way she did get these feelings for him. Yes,
1: because she didn't know she her brain was all messed up.
0: Right. Right, because, okay, so... She was
1: in survival mode. She's like, how am I going to survive this? Right. I I don't know if I would have been able to survive it, honestly.
0: No, no. I think I would have died in the box on the way there. Yeah, me too. Seriously, or I would have, like... Because I would have started hyperventilating. There wouldn't have been enough air.
1: Yeah. I would have suffocated and died right then. Me too. So, I think she's just really kind of a badass or something i don't know if
0: it's badassery or if it's just like this is what the human brain does we 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 strive to survive like we figure it out
1: yeah i and, mean you do hear crazy stories of people surviving all the time like these crazy things like this so right
0: so um after the 24 hours of their family I, we couldn't find any information on what like triggered cameron into doing this again but he started putting her in the box again
1: yeah that's what yeah
0: for 23 hours a day. For the
1: next three years, I think.
0: Right. And his kids thought she had moved away. So the kids thought, she, I, I bet they thought she was like a live-in nanny or something like that, and that she had moved away. And it got up to um, 120 degrees in the coffin. Yeah, in the coffin.
1: Pretty much. <laughs> the or, wood coffin. The wood coffin. But yeah, it was like 120 degrees. And again, I would have dehydrated and died.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. With the bedpan stanking yeah. up, like oh, God, it's yeah, that would so have been nasty. terrible. Ugh. So um, after in 1984, uh, she could come outside again, <laughs> and you know he really trusted her at this point, and he let her take a job as a hotel maid, and he she would just give the money over to the family. Mm-hmm. Um, she even went a va- on a vacation with the family and took pictures of with them, like look looking happily. Like, she was having a good time. Like, was she? I don't know. I'm just... I don't uh, remember the vacation. Yeah, she went on vacation with them, and there's pictures. Oh, my gosh. Um, And I guess she was going to church with Janice and everything, and mm-hmm. Janice had, like, a... Like, she saw the light or something, yeah. and she was like... She let
1: her leave. Yeah, right?
0: she was just like, I can't let my husband do this to this woman anymore. And so she told her, the company is real, but... uh. Cameron has nothing to do with it. What, real quick
1: though, I think this is interesting, or thought that she said that, um, that it was interesting because what if Cameron had convinced her that the company was real, even though there was no company at all, but he could have convinced
0: his wife
1: that the company was real and like he could say, you know, we're recruiting for the company or something, but I don't know. I just think it's weird. Why would she just not be honest and say none of it's real?
0: Um, because, have you ever told a partial lie just because it makes you feel a little bit better by not telling
1: the whole truth? Maybe that's what she was doing.
0: I feel like there was probably something like that. Anyway. Because she was also guilty. She allowed this to happen. Yeah. You know, and honestly, I don't know that she would have let her go if she wasn't getting jealous. Like, I think that it probably had something to do with jealousy. Now, Mm -hmm. it doesn't say anything about that, but she did say as soon as, as soon as Colleen started getting, um, sexually assaulted that she felt like, I started like a hatred she felt from Janice. Yeah. So, maybe that had something to do with it. Mm-hmm. But, um, so, Colleen goes to the, uh, dust, dust, the bus station, and she calls Cameron from there, and she's like, I'm going home, you know, I and know this cr- is bullshit, yeah. he's crying on the, crying on yeah. the phone. Um, and I guess begging her not to go, and she goes home to her family, and is living with her family for three whole months before she mentions any of this to them, and also during that time, I think she calls home 29 times, 29 times in three months. She calls, calls the, uh, Cameron's house. Yeah, the, the hooker's house. The,
1: the hooker's, I funny, they last know name's <laughs> hooker.
0: I know, that's really cute. Um, but yeah, she calls it. And uh, she wrote um, love love letters letters that
1: nobody knew about. Nobody knew about They pulled that up in the court. But also what happened is uh, the reason uh, the hookers got arrested was because Janice went to confession um, because she had been going to church and she finally like decided to confess. And uh, the The pastor pastor called the cops, he's like, I need you to tell it to the cops too. And she did. And then they, I think later on, you know, I don't know if it was that day or a few weeks later, they got hold of Cameron and arrested him as
0: well. Yeah. Because she took her kids and she went to live with her, what was it, her sister or her, her aunt. Yeah. She went and lived with family yeah. for a minute while she thought that Cameron could get his life together yeah. and that he could like become a better person. I can't imagine what this woman went through either. Yeah. Quite honestly, like, wait, what? Like, Okay. Yeah. So, on November 18th, um, 1984, Cameron was arrested for kidnapping and sexual assault. And eventually after the trial, which was really interesting as far as we understand, that, like, he admitted to kidnapping Colleen. And then he said that after a few, just a few months, that she was completely okay with it. And in love with him. Which I don't think is true.
1: But I think after the years, eventually... Um, they probably became weirdly
0: affectionate.
1: And I think that's whenever he let her out of the box. Maybe she was starting to become, like, they had a little thing. But then, like, maybe something happened. Maybe Janice was getting jealous, and then so they put her back in the box. I don't know why they did, but I think there was a, a moment where they had some sort of, I think she had Stockholm Syndrome or something.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah, no, she definitely had something going on in her head where she mm-hmm. was, I mean, she didn't, she also thought that Cameron could change his ways, and that's why he she didn't. Report any of this right away. Yeah, um, and she was obviously calling him and checking in on him and writing love letters and whatnot. Um, but Janice didn't go to jail like Cameron did. Cameron got sentenced to 104 years in prison, mm-hmm. and he was up for parole in 2015, but did not. Get no, it. no. Uh...
1: Can you imagine being <laughs> Colleen if he no, got she paroled? she
0: like went to the court and was like, yeah. please don't <laughs> let him go. Yeah, I don't want to deal and, with this. But
1: I also think it's interesting that like she. The thing is, the minute um, Janice told her that it wasn't real, she left immediately. So I think that's a sign that she. But we also
0: don't know that for sure. You know what I mean? Like the stories that we hear, it's yeah. like streamlined. It could
1: have been like six months later. It I been thought a it was week. six months, but, but it could have been a even, month. Yeah, she so. could have thought about it for a week and then was just like, you know what? Yeah, but she still left the fact that she right. left. So I think that's a sign that she didn't want to be there.
0: Right. You know? Or she just wanted to be with her family after eight seven years. Yeah. You know, any I mean, any kind of I can't believe inspiration she, like, to get out of there.
1: That's just terrible. Just the torture and putting her in a box, like it
0: was Yeah, terrible. but you know, there's there's a part of me and I'm not one of those people that's like I don't believe, you know, victims of sexual crimes by mm-hmm. any means, but what if she got into it? Like and at what point did she get into it? Obviously, he was wrong for kidnapping her. I don't think she did. Period, point blank. I really
1: don't. I think her brain adapted. I don't think she enjoyed it. I think her brain told her, like, okay, we're a little family now, or I'm the babysitter. I don't think, honestly, that she was into it. Like, she was like, okay, this is fine. I think it was her brain or Stockholm Syndrome. I don't know. I just don't think...
0: And then the other thing that I find curious is that as soon as she did come out with all this information and told you know, everybody, what was going on, her family and the the authorities and everything, she just immediately was like, I want to buy a car, I want to get a job. She was, like, normal and fine, but I think maybe that's how, like... Some people deal with things? Some people
1: deal with things. Some people can just, like, put that in the back burner and they're like, whatever, I'm going to live my life now, you know? Yeah. I'm still mad about, like, someone, like, bumping into my car ten years ago. No, not really,
0: but it's just... But I see what you're saying. But,
1: um... Yeah, I'm not mad about anything like that, but I'm just trying to give an example. Some people still think about things a long time ago and and still allow it to affect them today.
0: Right. And I also would be curious to know, did she write him any letters while he was in jail? I don't know. But then again, like, who would come out with that information? Yeah. You know?
1: But, I mean, why would she go on interview and talk about it? Because she could could play it up and be like, because there is evidence of the box, there's evidence of everything. Janice told him. you know? But she could go on there and play it up and like I'm a victim. But she's not playing a victim. She's just no. Like she just...
0: seems like a really strong, interesting woman. And she also got married, and she had a little girl.
1: So, oh yeah,
0: yeah. Danielle, I guess was her name. Um, but she did get divorced eventually from that man. But she did have a family for a while, and she lived normally. Yeah. Obviously, she had pl- plenty of practice babysitting. Yeah,
1: I know, <laughs> right. With this, I mean, but at least she's hopefully happy, and hopefully she's in some therapy or something because there's no way.
0: Yeah, because everybody that we saw talk about it on YouTube, they were just like, "I can't believe this happened." Like they were just like, "This is terrible. You just can't even imagine it. It doesn't even seem real." And then while she's talking about, it, she's like, "Yeah, well, you know, seven yeah. years, you know, and you know, I just really like my life now, and I'm having a good time." Yeah.
1: Well, but now I think the more that we've researched it, I, it's not as shocking to me. But the first time I saw it, it was just like crazy.
0: Yeah. I mean, but. 23 I'm, hours in a box. Like, I, I can't even go like 23 minutes without looking at my phone. Like, I yeah. can't imagine not having any entertainment, being hot as hell, shitting in a bedpan or something, you or know. on yourself. Right. Like, who
1: knows? No. but um let us know what you guys think um I don't know not I don't know if many people have listened to it but if you like these type of podcasts we're really into like true these, crime yeah true crime um but I don't know
0: criminally listed is the one thing that like inspired me to really like this stuff and I, I accidentally found it yeah you
1: used to never like it. I've liked it for a long long time I me and angelie used to just watch like the ID channel all the time.
0: Oh, like snapped and snapped, everything. I yeah, love like, snapped. <laughs> so
1: so yeah, I would used to be way into it, and then like I don't know, haven't been into it as much now, but.
0: Now I'm getting back into it. Yeah, so if you guys want to hear more about these stories that we think are particularly interesting and have all different sides to them and they're not just, like, cut and dry, then let us know, and then we'll make some more if we find some interesting ones. Otherwise, we'll just do the random stuff we do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) we'll we'll, we'll sprinkle them all in there. All right, well. Thanks for listening. Pray for Colleen. Yes. All right, bye. Bye.